Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 3, and message titled, 23 and Jesus. Well, there's interesting laws. Again, a book you probably never read called Leviticus, because who wants to read through all those laws? But chapter 25 talks about the laws of the kinsman redeemer. And this is significant because in Jesus' line, remember it was Boaz and Ruth. And if you understand the laws of the kinsman redeemer, there in Leviticus chapter 5, it goes through all this, all the rigmarole of if you go into slavery and you lose your your inheritance, you know, your, your land, you have to sell it because you can't afford to pay your debts, or you even sell yourself into slavery, then your closest relative has what they call the right of redemption, right? And so your closest relative can come and pay back your debt, pay off your debt, buy your land back, and set you free if you're in slavery. But it was also more complicated than that. And it was more far-reaching than that. And there was also the Leverite responsibilities that went along with that. And so in the book of Ruth, we kind of see a complex situation. You remember that Naomi and her husband and her sons, Malon and Chilion, all had famine in the land of Israel. And so they left Israel and they went to a place they were not supposed to go, the land of Moab. No Moabitess is to enter the children of Israel. That was the law. But they went there anyway. And then they found daughters amongst the Moabites for their sons, Malon and Chilion. They gave Malon Ruth, and they gave Chilion Oprah, or Opha, or whatever her name is. But Oprah Winfrey is named after this woman. You'll see why in a moment. And so Naomi's husband dies, Malon's, Malon dies, Chilion dies, they all die. And, and Naomi's like, I'm bitter, you know. God's taken everything from me. And she goes to her two daughters-in-law, Ruth and Orpha. And she says, go back to your people. Go back to your gods. Go back to your civilization. I'm going to go back to the land of Israel. And Oprah's like, great, I'll go worship foreign gods. You know, she went. But Ruth says, no. My God is going to be your God. My people is going to be your people. I'm going to serve you. I'm, going to, I'm, your, I'm your daughter. And so she went with Naomi back to the land of Israel. Well, of course, they were poor. They didn't have their land. They sold it before they went to Moab. They had nothing Nobody to redeem the land. Nobody to bear sons for their, her sons that, that died, her son Malon who died. Nobody carry on the line. Huge problem. And she's like, you know, go out in, the, out in the field and glean. And of course, that was their welfare system. If you were poor and you didn't have anything, you could go behind the reapers in the fields and you could collect whatever they left behind. And they were to leave some behind. And they weren't to glean the corners. And so it was the kind of the welfare system. You go out and you glean. And so she was out there with the gleaners, you know, the poor people. And Boaz, the owner of the field, sees her out there, and he's like, you know, she looks like a a nice lady. You know, leave a little bit more behind for her. And so when she comes home to Naomi, Naomi's like, somebody's shown you favor. You know, somebody's, you know, because she had a lot, way more than you should be able to glean. And she's like, I'm I'm gleaning in a field of a man named Boaz. And she's like, he's a close relative. He's a close kinsman. And she tells her, this is what I want you to do. 
when they have the harvest party, when the grain's in the field and everybody sleeps out there so nobody comes and steals it, and they have a big party and they stay out there in the fields all night, go to his bed, take up the corner. This was not profane or anything. It wasn't immoral. But take up the corner of his blanket and put it over yourself and sleep at his feet. And when he woke up, he understood the implication. She was making herself available to him. She's saying, I am a relative who needs to be redeemed. Will you bring your covering over me? When he saw that, he was flattered. He's an older guy and she's a young, attractive young woman. And he thought, wow, okay, you know, she wants me to redeem her. And so he finds out that she's, you know, from, she tells him, I'm from, I'm Malon's wife, and he died and everything, and will you perform this rite of the kinsman redeemer for me? And he's like, you know what, there's a closer relative, so let me find out. So he went to the other guy. Well, the other guy was also firstborn, so he had an inheritance and, and the right of the firstborn. And, and also, he, he thought, well, I'll redeem the field. Yeah, sure, I'll buy back that property of my close relative. And he says, okay, well, you have to marry this Moabitess woman. And then bear a son for Malon, and then your inheritance is going to go to that boy. And it's going to be Malon's inheritance as well as your inheritance. He's like, oh, I can't do that. It'll ruin my inheritance. He's, so he said, okay, I'll let you have it. And so he took off his sandal. He spit in his shoe. This, all this weird things that they did, that, this whole rigmarole that they go through. And Boaz says, you know, hey, I can do it. And so Boaz marries her, and he bears a son. And the son would be his son, but it also would be Malon's son. It would legally be Malon's son because he performed the rite of the firstborn. And, and that was Obed, who was father to Jesse, who was father to David. Right? Okay, so what does all this mean for us? Jesus was Adam's brother, right? It's different mother, same father, right? Actually, Adam didn't even have a mother. But he was his brother. He was his nearest kinsman. And so Jesus had the right to redeem what Adam had lost in the garden. What was the debt owed for that? The day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Somebody had to die. Somebody who wasn't a sinner. Somebody who could be born, live a perfect life, and then be, being his closest relative, die in his place. And that's why it tells us in Revelation chapter 12 that Jesus is the lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus was accounted as payment for Adam's sin, Adam's transgression from the very beginning. And what did you have to do? If your kinsman came to you and said, I paid your debt, what did you have to do to receive it? Thank you. And you walked free. The free gift is not like the offense. Anybody who receives it will not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever will. Jesus gives it freely. As many as received it, he gave the right to become the children of God. We are adopted into his family. We become his heir. Through all these laws, as they, they kind of collide into this amazing crescendo of Jesus and what he's done for us. And we become adopted sons and daughters into the kingdom of God. And it's available to anybody who's part of that family. What family? The Adams family. <laughs> and that's you and me, right? Sin entered the world. Jesus came to set us free from sin. Adam and Eve took something from the tree. Jesus died on the tree, reconciling the whole thing and reconciling us to God. And he is the light that shines into every man who comes into the world. And anybody who will say yes. But here's the problem. There was also a law within the kinsman redeemer that if you loved your master and you didn't want to go free, 
you could say no to your kinsman redeemer. You could say no to the, the year that everybody would go free. And you could say, no, I want to serve my master forever. And you would become a bond slave to that master perpetually. And I think that many people do that. They want to serve. I love sin. I love sin for a season. I want to serve sin. I don't want to serve God. And so they become a bond slave of sin. And then why would they go to hell? Because it was prepared, Matthew chapter 25, for the devil and his angels. And if you belong to him, that's where you're going to go. But if you accept the free gift that Jesus gives you by dying on the cross for your sins, then you are set free and you enter into life and into light and into redemption a redemption that was bought on the cross, but from the foundation of the world, the day that God promised it, it was accounted to anyone who would believe. And they looked forward to the day that the Messiah would come. We look back on the day the Messiah did come, and life is in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's, let's stand and we'll pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. Lord, just the implications of all of these things that... that kind of play together as we look at this genealogy and we look at the the fascinating things that are written of you in your word, Lord. May our eyes be opened and may our hearts be repentant towards towards you to turn from Satan, to turn from sin and to say, God, I don't want to serve the darkness anymore. I want to come into the light. Lord, help us not to be afraid. As your light shines on us, I know things are exposed and, and yet we need that to be exposed, and to say, yes, Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe you paid the price for me. And maybe for the first time, I understand what you've done. And yet, I think it's going to take all eternity for us to understand what you've done, Lord. But I just pray that our hearts will be open and our, our minds would be open to all that you have, that we have ears to hear what your Spirit is speaking to us right now as you call for us to come away, to come away from sin, to come away from condemnation, to come away from bondage, to come away from evil, and to walk in the light as you are in the light. Jesus, may that be who we are. Not one foot in the world and one foot in in the kingdom, but fully yours, Jesus, fully following you. And as we take communion this morning, that we would reconcile those things, that we would repent of our sin, that we would come clean before you and say, God, I see I see what you've done through your wonderful son, Jesus Christ, who died in my place. And, and I want to, to live in that place, not in the, this dark and lonely world, but in, in the fullness of the light of the gospel of Jesus. And Lord, help us to be in that place. We love you and we praise you, Jesus. You're so wonderful. You're so good. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.